everyone, and welcome to our podcast show, Ladies with Chapters, where we empower, engage, and inspire women to live, love, and embrace their lives and chapter stories. I am your host, Shemaine. Today, my guest is Maggie Gaines. Maggie, welcome to my show. Welcome to my podcast. Welcome to Ladies of Chapters. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here with you this evening. I know it's been, you know, trying to juggle our schedule to get this in between, but it's so important to have you on my podcast because Maggie, you are a mother, you are a wife, you are, I say, a chick boss. And to me, that is amazing to be able to carry all of those hats and do all of those stuff. Tell me, how do you juggle it all? And what inspired Maggie to just keep going? One of the things that helped me do it is balance. I have a very strict balance where certain times don't interfere with my children, my, me being a wife. So I know when to turn it off, basically okay. work is work. When the kids are at school, I work. When I am at home, I am an engaged and involved mom. I am that wife that is cooking dinner. I Just finding that balance is what helps me, to be honest. Keeping that balance <laughs> in between there. Making yes. sure the hubby is good, the kids all settling, and making yes. sure, just, just keeping that balance going. Yes. That's yes. awesome. That is awesome. Now, Maggie, every time, I mean, I read up on you and I listened to a lot of things that you are doing in the community. I would say that Okoe is, Okoe, a popker, Sanford area, is a blessing to have you and to have, I mean, you being uh, one of the persons who just I mean, go out there and, and help foster kids and everything. Please tell me. I mean, because for me, I read up on your story and I read a lot of stuff that you are doing in the community. And those are, it's amazing and it's great. Now you have been a foster child growing up in the community yourself. Yes. I'm sure someone like yourself who has been through the system, you giving back to the community. That is amazing. So I want to tell you that, I mean, that is great work that I've seen you doing in the community. What inspire you other than, you know, you going through it? What inspire you to or motivate you to just keep going to, to do it for the children? Going through it is what inspired me, you know, being raised in the foster care system. And I wasn't always like this. I was a very different person growing up. I had a lot of anger, you know, not having that guidance, you know, yes. it caused me to cause, you know, just to be angry at the world. So going from home to home, place to place, just a very difficult childhood, but I did not allow that to determine my future. You did I did not, not stop you. No, I did not. No. And I always knew when I graduated from college that I wanted to come back home to Orlando and inspire the young ladies in my community so that they can know that their past does not determine their future. Exactly. And, and I think that is wonderful because like you say, you being someone who, who went through it. So you know that, you know, a lot of the things that happened during the, during the time and to mm -hmm. come back and to give to the community, to give to the children. I mean, like you, you I think you call your, your, your the young girls, you call mm -hmm. them the, your girls. Yeah, they're my girls. They're your girls. That, that is amazing. And how is that going for you, being able to, to support them and everything? How is that going? 
In the beginning, it was a little rough. This is year eight for us. I started this organization eight years ago when my daughter was eight years. um, We've been in the community for eight years. We are now fully funded. And when I first started, I didn't know anything about nonprofit. I was fresh out of college and I basically taught myself everything. And I decided to go back to school to learn more about nonprofit and everything. But now we're doing great. I have 42 girls in the program. I have 42 girls. Yes. I have 11 now in college that's gone through my program within the last years, and I'm so proud of them. Yes, I love them so much, and I call the name Saving Our Daughters because I truly believe of saving our daughters, whether it's your niece, Every, any young girl you come across, it's our daughters. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And when I think about that, I, I look at it, I said, they are the next generation. They so are. someone has to be able to save them for yeah. the next generation because without them, we're going to expire. Like, so th- that that is amazing. That is awesome. And I feel the the love when you talk about them. You know, you just, you, you saving your daughters. I, I feel it. And yes. I'm sure that they know your journey to where you came from and to where you are today. I'm sure that exp- inspired them more to want to, you know, be better for themselves. Yes, it does. It does. A lot of the girls in our program, sometime before I used to never tell them about my past. Um, okay. They just knew I had a passion for this. And over the years, I've had multiple news interviews, multiple articles, and they started learning. And then I told myself, I need to be open with them. Mm-hmm. They knew I was passionate about it, but I never really told them my deep reason why is because I've been them. I could see myself in every young lady I come across. I can imagine. And mm-hmm. When did that start for you where you felt comfortable to be able to share with them, you know, some of the, what you've been through to where you are today? I would say it was in 2015 when I won the Central Florida Everyday Hero Award. Final Nine decided to do a new story on me for all the things I was doing with Saving Our Daughters. And at the time, I think we were about maybe five years old. Okay. Um, And I was doing it for so long, but my girls knew that I was just a young girl out of college that loved the community. And they learned... Yeah, when they learned about my story in foster care. And I think what surprised them when they learned how bad I used to be. Oh, wow. And they're like, Maggie, this is why you're so patient. So passionate about it. Yes. Yes. You know, I interviewed someone the other day and they said to me, you know, purpose and passion. Yes. And it stuck with me. And Mm -hmm. I feel like it has, those two words say so much. Yes. Because your purpose and you're passionate about it. And that's what drive you and keep you going to always and to want to help those mm-hmm. the girls out there. Yes. Yeah. It's definitely my passion. And I feel like my passion helped me found my purpose. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, I understood that you were about to open a foster. Come on. I want to hear about it. I want to hear about it because I, I am sure that, you know, that 42 number is going to go up and up and up. So please tell me about the two homes. Or it was a, Am I correct? What two homes? Two. It's two, two yes. homes. Tell me about that. How how is that coming? Um, the home is called Kaizen Village, and okay. the home is for young girls who are aging out of foster care. 
oftentimes kids age out of foster care and they have no family, they have nowhere to go. I was blessed to go straight to college where I lived in the dorm, but I really didn't have much support. So the group home will be to help those young girls not only have a safe place to live, but I want to provide them with skills that I wish I had when I um, turned 18. That um, missing in your life that you had to deter- determine for yourself. Yes, like budgeting. If they don't know how to drive, I had to learn how to drive in college. And I remember my roommates teaching me in the college parking lot. So I know it's very, yeah. So a lot of things that I wish I knew, I remember going to college and feeling so lost and so alone. You know, you age out of the system, they put you in a home, you don't have anyone to call back home or anyone just to speak with to tell you like, hey, I'm having a bad day or hey, how do I do this? How do I do that? So Kazan Village would be a safe place for those young girls so that they know they have a family. They know that I I am someone who can relate to them, who's yes. been through the system my entire life. And my goal is to help them to home ownership, to yeah. saving, That's and to amazing. being a productive season. Yeah. Now, how far in terms of Orlando do you allow girls to be able, a part of your of your organization? Like, is a certain area they have to live in? And how, how does that operate? I cover all of Orlando. That's a good thing. And now I'm in not only Orange County, I, I'm also in Seminole County. That is amazing, Maggie. Yeah, I'm in both counties, yes. <laughs> I, I tell you, I, um, I might have not been a foster kid or been through the system, but for someone like myself coming from the island to empower and inspire myself, like, like you say, there are so many things that you did not know you had to figure it out for yourself. And to be where you are today, it's like, I can feel that story. I can feel it deep in my heart because I feel like you're like on a ship out there in the ocean and you, you, you know, you have to go, you know, you want to go, but where do you go? And who's there holding you as you go? So to have someone like yourself who knows what it is and who have been through that, it is amazing that you, like you say, came back home to mm-hmm. do this for the girls. Yes, thank it's you. Amazing, and I thank love, I love it. I think in so many ways I can relate to it. I might not have been through the system, but like I yes. said, just to be, to know that you know there are so many things you had to figure out for yourself. Yes, yes. So with the nonprofit organization, and I think you are, you also does tax, if I'm not correct. Yes, I have an accounting firm and a consultant Please tell firm. me about that because I want to, I want everyone listening here to know that this woman is not just a mother. She's not just a wife. She's not just an entrepreneur. She is beyond a chick boss. So you, you build in an empire. Yes, ma'am. And it's not only an empire for Maggie, it's an empire that can touch so many lives. That is powerful. That is, to me, that is beyond motivating. So I want you to tell me about that part of your organization, because I feel like a lot of people don't know uh, how many things that you can just not stop here. You can just keep going and going and going. Yes. Yes. about it. I do believe, you know, um, they say you, you must have multiple stream of income. It doesn't mean your hands have to be completely in it. I own an accounting firm, but I, um, back in college, I used to do taxes. Um, my school, University of South Florida, had a tax clinic, and they taught me how to do taxes a long time ago. And I learned how to do taxes very well. And I figured since I own a consulting firm where I'm I am doing- that in there. 
Right. I'm already helping people with their business and their nonprofits. So I do business taxes, corporate taxes, personal taxes. Awesome. Um, but I focus more on the consulting because I have nine employees in the tax business. They do the taxes. I review mm -hmm. it. If I need to get my hand dirty, yeah. I will do it. But I spend most of my days coaching Coach, yeah. that um, I own the company. I do do it sometimes, but I'm more of the person that reviews the documents to make sure everything is correct. Everything is um, accurate. I have enough employees now <laughs> I understand I understand that's amazing and so I know that your journey did not just start here yes your journey started from way back that we talked about mm -hmm. so I want to ask you there's women listening to us who don't know where to start who have been through so many things and who feel like it just isn't worth it. I, I'm not going to do it. Or oh, I feel like the struggle is so real. I don't know where to begin. I don't know, even know if I have it to, to empower. What advice would you give to them right now? Would you tell them that knowing that the journey that you have been through and this is where you are now, what advice would you give? This advice I always say, I have a no excuses policy. And this might sound very harsh, but I believe that no matter what you're going through, it's about your mindset. It's about the mindset. Put down the excuses. I tell people all the time, put on your fighting glove. We all going to go through trials and tribulation. We yeah. all going to go through a time Always where it's going to be highs and lows. lows. Yeah. And there's going to be time you're going to feel like I can't do this or this is tough. I want you to just sit back and think and be like, let me put down the excuses and start taking a step forward. Let me put down the excuses and start putting on my fighting glove. If you have to fight to get through, I encourage you to continue fighting to get through. But no one truly can stop you but you. you that is my mindset when I put my mind to doing something I do it and I feel can't nobody stop Maggie but Maggie but Maggie it's mm -hmm. like if there if you see a stop there you did it yourself exactly you stop yourself from being able to pursue to get to that next level I, I totally agree with you I feel like many times we we find excuses because excuses can be so comfortable excuses yes. can be so easy and so confined to say oh you don't have to put no effort into it so it's so easy not to do it mm -hmm. and I, I totally agree with you so just keep going just don't stop Keep moving forward and, and know that you are enough and know that no matter what, where you are, just start right there, yeah. right where you are. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you. I have something that I would often say, and this is, it is built upon, I mean, LWC is built upon it where I say that we all have chapters. We all have different stages that we've been through different stages in our lives. So being loving and enjoying the chapter that you are in you have no idea how your chapters can inspire someone else because everyone has to get to that comfort zone to be able to express themselves. Like you said a while ago, you know, you, you did a lot before you were able to open up to the girls to tell them, you know, what, so that is amazing because I feel like with us as women being able to explore and being able to open up about where we are and where we have came from, it is going to help so many other women who are still stuck within that space and feel like I, I, I can't do it. Right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Well, Maggie, 
I'm going to say that it is amazing to have this interview with you. And like you would tell me you're proud of me. I am so proud of you. I feel like I am. And I'm cheering you on with those girls. Thank you so much. And I am proud of you. And I want everyone who is listening to this podcast to truly support your nonprofit, Ladies With Chapters, because you put your heart into it. And they they have so many amazing things to come. So I want you guys to keep following her, but to see the amazing things. Thank you so much, because, you know, we are about empowering women. We have to support each other. We have to... I mean, just just get out there and help and allow others to see that together we can do so much and we can go so further. I mean, we can go places if we support each other. And I am I'm just thrilled to to have you on my show today. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs>